Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. It is Monday, June 17th. It's the 17th, 14th, 15th. Yeah, it's the 17th. I hopefully get my contact lenses today, and I will be able to see farther than five feet again. Supposed to come today. Will they? Will they? If they try to make me make an appointment to get them, I'm going to have a little fit, I've decided. Very happy to get my contacts back again. This glass is wearing it's for the birds. Or not for the birds, because birds don't wear them, right? So it's a cool and rainy morning here in Santa Fe. I took some pictures of the dramatic clouds. We don't often have rain in the mornings here. It's not our usual weather pattern. We tend to, even if it rains over the overnight, it tends to clear by morning. So uh, a raining morning is always a pleasant thing. Jackson's, uh, oops, sorry. I'm crossing my arms over the mic there. Jackson's... Um, meowing wanting to go out he's being a pain he he jailbroke this morning you'll be glad to know mom he got past david he was wily as david was coming back from doing an early airport run he came in and jackson was sitting on the table by the door and he and jackson jumped down and was rubbing on david's legs and david was bending down to pet him and all of a sudden jackson zoomed out so it was uh and David's an old pro at foiling the jailbreak. So now he's in and gets to stay in, but he's not happy about it. So you may hear mournful mowing in the background. It's a little bit dark and cool out there. Good predator morning, so I don't really... I wasn't letting him out before because of that. And so he was kind of mad at me already when he pulled the jailbreak. So let's see. Oh, well, I buried the lead, right? Well, actually, I do feel like the lead is my contact lenses. Yes, I finished the revision of the Fiery Citadel. Yay! Woohoo! There's much rejoicing. Um, <clears throat> I finished it Friday afternoon. I don't really remember what time. Two or three o'clock. wasn't bad wasn't bad. So clocked in at about 105,000 words, uh, slightly longer than Orchid Throne, but only by 2,000 words. Um, final stats were I added about 26,000 words. Um, is that right? Let's say I started at 81K, ended up at 105K, and I cut 6K. So, let's see, what is that? 24, oh, actually 31,000. So I ended up writing 31,000 words. And it took me, um, it took me 15 days of work. Yeah, I think that's right. 15 days. I figured on eight, and it was nearly double of, of working days. 
So, but I think it's a good revision. I'm, I'm very happy with it. Um, substantive book, and I have a little bit of book hangover. Writers get book hangover too, did you know that? Let's trying to extract ourselves from the world and characters again isn't particularly easy. So I kind of kicked back Friday afternoon, did some reading. I uh, sort of spun through a few different things trying to find the, what I wanted to settle on. Um, and I have settled on Naomi Novik's Spinning Silver which I'm surprised to be liking as much as I am because I did not love Uprooted. And I guess I loved, oh, I don't remember what it was called, the first Temerary book about the dragons. I did like that, but I found it so very boy. I got tired of So I guess I do like her writing. I just don't always like her stories. And at least this one, I think, promises no romance. So I'm not going to be disappointed when there isn't any. I don't think that this um, sort of fairy that has promised to make her his queen is going to be any kind of romance. At least I don't get any romance vibe from it. That's always my problem was, you know, like with Uprooted, I really thought that there was going to be this great love affair and then it, there just wasn't. <laughs> We'll just yank that away. David was talking this morning about um, some of the neuro neurophysiological effects of love and um, how that transforms the brain and stimulates the pleasure centers. And so I think that's one of the things that's, uh, you know, like if you tease my romance itch, then I'm really going to want that satisfying pleasure stroke. And if you don't give it to me, then I am sad. <laughs> more said than if I thought I wasn't going to get it. Sort of like, you know, promising a kid ice cream and then giving them broccoli or not even that bad. Giving them, what, something perfectly adequate, like a slice of bread with butter. Um, that's They might really enjoy, but they're like, what the hell? I thought I was getting ice cream. That's the pleasure center thing. So, let's see. So that's turned in. Um, now we'll see what editor Jenny thinks. Hopefully it'll just be um, like some tweaks and line edits. She might have a... F I don't think she... Well, we'll see. <laughs> we won't speculate, right? But I think I addressed everything that she needed me to address. Which means that once she approves it, I'll get advance money. Yay, we love advance money. So let's see, what else? Let me think. I am a little bit, I might be a little tired. I uh, did a lot of business on Saturday. I went to yoga. My favorite teacher, Melissa, was back, which was wonderful. But then also a little brutal. <laughs> she put us through our paces. Um, and then I, yeah, I caught up a whole bunch of stuff that I'd kind of been putting off, did a bunch of Cephla stuff, finished, um, balancing offensive financial stuff, royalty statements. Um, boy, you know that 
lyrical branch of Kensington, Rebel Bass is really part uh, an imprint of lyrical. So I've gotten some money for um, the Chronicles of Desneria books, but it kind of annoys me at how little money I've gotten from them, even though they sold nicely. Well, it's like, really? This is all, all there is. Um, well. And it's very interesting um, with the Twelve Kingdoms and Uncharted Realms books. The pages of the mind earned out its advance within, they pay me twice a year, Kensington does. So I'd earned out my advance within the first six months. By the time I got my first royalty statement from them, I had more money than the advance. And the, and the first three books all earned out their advance. So the edge of the blade it's, it's an interesting thing that publishers do. Sometimes they just drop things. Um, my editor had left. They'd switched me to a new editor. They dropped the book. They called it a January book, but dropped it on December 26th, which is a sure sign that they don't care and they're going to do nothing. Uh, and sure enough, The Edge of the Blade has taken two years. It just now earned out. I got like $400 on this last statement for it. Um, so the good news is that from now on, all the money on those five books is all above my advance. So, uh, you know, they're all always earning. But um, I just feel like that's really their fault that that book got so dropped like that. They just put at zero effort into it. And then somebody um, pinged my Facebook page yesterday asking why a copy of... Um, the Talon of the Hawk, the third book, was a print copy, was 60 pounds on Amazon.com or UK or something. And they're like, why can't I get a print copy of this book? Well, boys and girls, it's because Kensington is not printing them anymore. They ran out of their stock and they're dropping the series and so they're not printing anymore. So right now we're working on trying to get them to put it in POD or to give me my rights back. But, yeah, if you have print copies of those books, hang on to them because that, that might be it. That might be all, they, all she wrote. Not all she wrote, but all she printed. <laughs> so it turns out I do have one copy of Talon here that was a former library copy. I, I do scour the um, remainder places and pick up copies of books there. And we are getting ready, um, I think in July, we'll have the web store ready for um, print copies of books. Corrine's getting the Zazzle store set up, so there will be things like mugs and t-shirts and that sort of thing. Uh, I still want to do screensavers. I wonder if we could figure out a way to do that. Screensavers aren't so much a thing anymore, are they? I guess there's wallpapers, but maybe screensavers are archaic, right? That was from the days of where you had to worry about getting the images burned into the screen. Must be that the screen tech technology has changed because we don't really worry about that anymore. So anyway, yesterday afternoon, I worked on Sunday. That's what I didn't say. Um, 
I thought we're going to go fishing either tomorrow or Thursday. So I was trying to work yesterday. I thought, well, I'll try and juggle the schedule around because summer's going to get funny, especially with all my travel. Um, so I worked on the new shiny yesterday, but I didn't have a whole lot of oomph in me. So not surprising after finishing the big revision. So we'll see how I do on it today. I know what it wanted to say. I just sort of need to click into that world and that mode. And also I was working up some, I was doing a lot of thinking. I was working up some sciencey stuff. Well, so yeah, I'm kind of um, spacey today, aren't I? I slept really hard last night. Okay, so yeah, I worked yesterday morning after the, you know, wrote my podcast or wrote my podcast, wrote my SFF seven blog post, and then I worked a bit on the new shiny for a couple hours. So that was good. I mean, it was not a whole lot of words, but I did get some things laid out and figured out. And I'm I'm starting over from, I'm discarding what I wrote for Sarah, although it was good stuff. Um, helped me figure out the world, but we're going to start in a different place. So I, I guess that's, um, I probably didn't really talk about that because I talked to Sarah Friday morning after I podcasted. So the conversation with Sarah turned out to be great. It was not nearly as bad as I had feared. Uh, she mostly wanted me to start in a different place, which is a very doable place, and had a suggestion for uh, making it more science fiction that's um, not at all difficult to do. I was I was definitely overthinking that one. How unlike you, Jeffy, to overthink something. I know. Isn't that strange? I wonder why I did. <laughs> so so that's good. So I'm sort of launching into that. I'm going to work on that this week. Um, and so then I worked on that for a while Sunday morning. And then in the afternoon, I actually spent, it was a beautiful day. So I did a little bit of yard work. And then I sat out in the grape arbor and read, I was read, reading Spinning Silver. I really do like the uh, the rotating female POVs. I think I really like that about this one. Uh, I, I, that's a good way to get to me. <laughs> well, first person too, so I think that's interesting. I wonder if we're in for more of that. I certainly did um, Orchid Throne and Fiery Citadel that way with alternating first person. And I, and the so far, there's three female POVs in Spinning Silver, and they're all first person. And I like it. I like it. And so then I went through my closet, and I consolidated all of the print copies of the books and put those in a Google Doc for Kareen. So that was one of the things that had been lurking on my list. So soon, we'll have that web store going, and then you will be able to buy books from me through the web store and I will sign them for you and ship them to you. And, or you can buy things from the Zazzle store. Somebody requested, Corrine asked on the uh, Facebook group, the private Facebook group, Jeffy's Closet, if, um, what kinds of things, what kinds of merchandise people wanted. And somebody said that they wanted like a, a Chufta plushie. 
which would be super cool, but I don't know how you get that made. <laughs> I should ask um I should ask Minerva since she's so clever with sewing, we should do a little cottage industry. She might be interested in that. The woman never sleeps. So I mean she just like makes things. I don't know if I should, told you guys she made me this incredible apron um, with fabric with the Orchid Throne cover printed on it. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to have to like wear it to signings. I should take it to San Diego Comic Con. I should definitely remember to do that. I should put that on my list. Um, and then there was something else I was going to tell you guys. Books, plushies. That's all those things. Oh, so it sounds like the other thing that's going on is I think we are going to push back the fate of the Tala for a few months. I was shooting, well, originally for July. That's not going to happen. Then I was shooting for August. But it turns out that Raven cannot do the cover until September. And I don't think I want to do it without a Raven cover. I forgot to ask her. I mean, it was totally my fault. So I don't really want to release Fate of the Tala in September with Orchid Throne coming out in September. So I think we're going to release it in October, which means that I will probably put off writing it until after uh, Worldcon. I'm just going to write it later, which means I can write something else once I get the new shiny worked up. And I'm sort of trying to decide what I'm going to write. I'm thinking about a few things, like writing a book on writing, on writing sex scenes, maybe. I'm also thinking about working up um, that dark wizard story, the erotic serial. Um, but this is your chance to weigh in. If there is something that you have been wanting me to write, um, and no, it can't be the Zero novella, Kareen, because Fate of the Tala has to come out first. But if there is something that you've really been wanting from me, now is a good time because I could probably write some shorter things in the next couple of months. Unless something changes on that cover. So, those are those things. Oh, and then I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. I got tagged also on someone that I, I I'm not exactly sure who she is, but you know, we're Facebook friends. Um, another author, I think. We're, I can't remember how we're connected. I should put it that way. Anyway, I am tagged myself. But it was for this writing retreat. Come on this writing retreat uh, to Greece, which sounds great. You know, it's like, hooray, yeah, I'll go on a writing retreat in Greece. Well, it cost like $2,000. And I think that was without airfare. And it was through like a travel agency thing. It's like, you know, and you know, come and, you know, write part of the time and tour around the rest of the time. And it's like, how is this not a vacation? Why is this, you know, just because you're dressing it up as a writing retreat doesn't mean that it's not a vacation that you pay for. And I think that's a really important thing to, to discuss and to remind writers. It's one of the ways that I think businesses prey on writers because they prey on that idea, that dream of, oh, I'm going to be in Greece and write. <clears throat> well, you don't have to be in Greece to write. It's a nice thought. If somebody wants to give you, a, you know, like a scholarship or a fellowship or something like that, 
so that you or you know so that you can go on a writing retreat you know that's something like you cross foundation that's what those are for that's that's where they're actually giving you the patronage the time and space to write it's it's not you paying a travel agency to go on a vacation and calling it a writing retreat it really kind of irritates me that people do that that they capitalize on that because they're not treating you seriously as a writer they're treating you as a a source of money and they're playing on writerly dreams to to get to it and it's uh you know one of the tenets of sefwa is that money always flows to the writer and more and more i'm thinking this is something we really need to come back to because there are so many things set up now where writers are just expected to pay that they are a source of money for people and it's um it's just wrong. Don't fall in for that kind of thing. You know, if somebody wants to sponsor you, if somebody wants to give you the opportunity to to write, then yes, snap that up. But for you to um, pay to do that kind of thing, I don't care if there's agents and editors along. There's other ways to reach those people. Um, stay at home and, you know, write on pencil and paper and then type it in on the library word processing program if you have to but really to be a writer there's it's one of the few things where there's zero overhead if you know if you want to do it that way you can do it with zero overhead and you shouldn't be expected to pay so there's my rant for the day and with that i believe i shall go work on this new story and i will talk to you all tomorrow have a wonderful Monday. Bye-bye.